0: the president of Sony went on record a few days before our album charted number one. He said, if uh, you are an independent artist, you do not exist. Mm. That was his quote. Mm. So I get interviewed and they were like, Hey, the president of Sony said that if you're an independent artist, then you don't exist. They said, uh, What would you say to him? I said, Well, I guess I'd say, Well, sir, my name's Aaron Watson and uh I'm an independent artist and I got the number one record in all of country Mm. music this week. Mm. Yeah. So I guess I exist. So I guess I
1: exist. (laughs)
2: Go, so tell us about Shotwell. Then. Okay,
0: so so yesterday I went and picked my dad up. They live uh, in a little, little farmhouse a couple miles from us. And uh, so I always get to see my parents, which is mm-hmm. nice. And anytime I can get dad out of the house, my mom is very grateful. Right. And um, <laughs> so we had to run to town because... My, I know this eater. is where
2: we're starting. This is where we, we run to town. To so run say, to town. Yeah, have you ever said we're going to said, town. run to town. in a wagon. We had to, like, to run to town. <laughs> we had to run to
0: town. I said, "Daddy, get in the wagon." <laughs> so, anyways, it, this all goes back to, to this last week. I tell my boys to go out there and weed eat this fence line. It's mm-hmm. getting good. Weed right. eating right. the fence line. Fence line. They mm-hmm. okay, got it. to him. I, yes. yeah. one, they I'm walk in. They walk in with the weed eater. And I said, what are y'all doing? They're like, I don't know if something's wrong with it. And I was like, yeah, something's wrong with it. Looks like you busted the trigger. (laughs) We didn't do that. I said, you didn't, one of y'all didn't take a hammer and just bust the trigger off that. Oh, can't do it. It's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bust that trigger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we had to go into town and get some things fixed and, uh. I missed my turn, so I, I got off the loop there and there's Shotwell Stadium. Mm. And I said, Dad, how old is Shotwell? He said, oh, I don't know, probably from the 50s. And he said, I remember, my dad grew up in Midland. Mm. He said, I remember in 1963, he said, uh, we went up there to watch uh, Midland High play Abilene High. Mm. He goes, we came back and we scored a touchdown. He goes, with just like, a minute left, he goes, and while we kicked off, they had an All-State uh, track star named Rusty Harris, Mm. and he kicked it. They said, we kicked it. Rusty ran it all the way back to win the game. Mm. And I said, how in the world can you remember some kid's name from 1963? (laughs) So I look it up. Sure enough, All-State, like running back. Rusty Harris and you know here my my dad's a hundred percent disabled from serving in Vietnam and he's got some brain damage and stuff. I mean you wouldn't know he's he's sharp as a tack, but he can't remember. He's always forgetting stuff, mm-hmm, right. and then he pulls starts That's pulling out stats. Rusty yeah. Harris, po- yeah. football is
1: religion out there, man. It's, man, it you is. Don't forget it's that stuff. It is. It's it's, it's, it's
0: a lot of fun too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Shotwell Stadium. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're just gonna you you boys. Yeah, can I was leave. gonna say yeah. I, we're I just gonna talk Avalon for for the next. Yeah, hour. we'll just talk yeah. about Avalon. <laughs> so how All big right. is
2: shot? Well, stay. I'm just I, just. I mean, how many does what does it hold?
1: Well, what is, what does it hold, or what what is what has it held before? What it, it's two different questions. Huh. What what does the what does yeah. it say it holds? Yeah, what does I it think say it's it eighteen, yeah. eighteen or twenty. So what has it held like ten? So the crosstown rivalry back in the day was Abilene High versus Cooper, and we would fit every bit of 22, 23,000 people. Seriously? <laughs> the biggest yeah. crowd you've ever – you know what? No, that, was that, that wasn't the biggest. Did played, you ever played? it We played another high school game at your old house, the Cowboys Stadium. Stadium, yeah. Filled up the entire lower bowl, and okay, then – that was the then, next
2: game that was South Lake and Allen
1: that's were right. playing the next game no, so no, that I that was <laughs> going <laughs> to say oh fans just got there a little bit early <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it was South Lake versus Abilene High yeah. versus Abilene High yeah. Yeah, 30, I think the, the final tens was 36,000 so that was that was biggest crowd. I mean yeah. so you play That's a high school game though what, what did you play in front of 10 no,
2: no no that's what I'm saying I am giving you oh, love fired, here but man. that's well, even I'm, better I'm than be Abilene, Abilene. <laughs> you went hey, to so college at Abilene The question
3: though so then you played at Abilene sorry Aaron
0: and we're going to we're going to make the official introduction here in a second
1: uh but Playing at Abilene Christian. Well, that's the funny thing is we played in the same stadium. I don't yeah, know if you ever yeah. went to an ACU game. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, the thing that was bad for ACU back in the day is mm-hmm. that, you know, Abilene High play there, and the place would be packed. That's where I was going. Yep. ACU'd play there, mm-hmm. and I it was, was crickets. Wow, I insane. went from
1: packed stadium in high school to playing in front of 8,000 people, maybe, uh-huh. in college, uh-huh. which is why a lot of people – End up quitting or moving on or doing something. that's like this is this is worse than high school. What am I yeah. doing here? So now they built a stadium on campus. It's it's a much more intimate feel. So it's a better. It's, it's a better vibe now. now. It had a,
0: didn't have a good vibe. No, it's just way too big
1: of a stadium for that mm-hmm. for that college game. So <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> so so anyway, so anyway, thank you all for that for, sexy voice yeah. you hear is not, uh, not us. three. <laughs> so we are we're here with. Uh, I'm
3: really excited about this. We're here with Aaron Watson. Country music singer and absolute legend in the Klutz household, at least. So right. you got that going for you. <laughs> uh, but but Aaron, if if any of you are not familiar uh, with who he is, um, climb out of the rock that you're living under, uh, and just just listen to any country music, and and his songs will come up. And we're just really excited. Mm-hmm. Darren's going to actually run through his top. Yeah, his Tom favorite Ryan. fifteen yeah. songs yeah. of yours, yes. and then right. he's going to actually perform them f- for you after we get off air. We just wouldn't do that to yeah. our guests. But
2: well, look, I'm going to I'm going to open it up. Let's be real, right? Because we're transparent on that's this right. show, right? So I know, I'm not. I know much you're of a going. Country music singer, right? So not a singer for sure. No, yeah. for sure. That's for sure. You know, though, we could.
0: Hey, but you could be. I could yeah. be. I have
2: potential. You you got potential. I have potential. You got potential. Because
1: I love music, right? Yeah. So. So, I think for your name needs to be Lil' Aaron Watson for him. Lil, Lil, for yeah. him, no, Little hey.
2: A. My <laughs>
0: aunt. My aunt calls me Baby A.
1: There we oh, go. I like that. There baby yeah. A. Now, now Darren's now Darren's listening. He's yeah, true. No, I'm up.
0: No, I listen now, to I'm Baby A. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> but
2: I know Tyler and Ben were both before we got you on the show. Man, they they were like, oh man, this is it. And I'm sure Tiffany. Tyler's wife was saying the same thing. Oh, my God, I can't. There's a reason. <laughs> Tiffany's never been to a show. She's never come over to watch us do a podcast, right? Oh, that's
0: awesome. Ever, <laughs> First, Mama's I, here for tonight. some reason. Mama's here tonight. Some she reason, shows up today. Tyler, yeah, you Tiffany might be, be worried. She
2: shows up today.
0: Huh. <laughs> this is well, interesting, isn't well, it? Well, you know, I mean, when you got the big, when you got this big, look at this bull here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Look at this.
3: See, unlike you, though, I was the softball that I just grazed a lot. Just <laughs> just grazed. I'd hide under the trees. you have to come get me every once in a while. But Well, I was <laughs> snarling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so today, and Aaron, with this show, we really love just telling the story. And, yeah. and you are as good as anyone in the music industry at telling a story with your music. I mean, I know Fence Post is, is still one of my all-time yeah, favorite yeah. songs, just because how you relate it. And then and then Underdog is another one, too. Yeah. Like, I literally, I forced my kids, and my wife's over there, I forced my kids for when, when that came out for the first, like, three months, just we're playing that on repeat. Yeah. Look, these are lessons <laughs> in this song that y'all need to hear. Mm. But we want to tell your story, and we want to hear – you know, growing up in Lubbock and then going to school down in Abilene and now yeah. you're you're in that area, um, as, as you guys all heard coming on. But let's go back to the point where okay, hey, I'm I'm transitioning from you're a baseball player in mm-hmm. high school, correct? Yes. Sir. And then and then what's next? Like what what is Aaron gonna do? Were you already playing music at that point? What was you know, I mean
0: and I'm from, I grew up in Amarillo, which Amarillo, Lubbock, Sorry, not they're, Lubbock. they're oh, hey, well, it's, the, yeah. it's, the, it's kind of the same. <laughs> did, you go, did you go to school? They're just today? one pasture yeah. away. Californians, yeah. It's a Cal- big pasture. But, though. you know, for me, baseball, <laughs> baseball, probably like it was for you guys, sports was for you guys. It was something I could dream about. And it was also something that I could share with my dad. I mean, when I was, you know, a teenager and being stubborn— um, baseball was always something that Dad and I could wave our white flags, yeah. and we could go play ball. Yeah, you know, common interest. There. It was a yeah. common interest, yeah. and um, and I think because, and I and I played other sports growing up, but I think because of my dad's passion for baseball and just his loyalty to baseball, I just always chose baseball. Okay, it was just always something he and I that we had. And, you know, when I went to New Mexico Junior College, I quickly realized that, oh, wow, you know, I was a good ball player. I was fundamentally sound because I had a good dad mm-hmm. that worked with me all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go out there now and I can make plays mm-hmm. just because I understand the game. Right. But I started getting out there on the field with guys that didn't have to work hard, mm-hmm. and they were just that much better. Naturally gifted. Naturally gifted athletes. I mean, you go from 5'10", you know, 170 pounds to, oh, you've got a kid playing my position that's 6'4", 225.
4: Right.
0: And it's just, it was just a difference. You know, there was just a big difference. And then I started realizing, okay, you know, but you know where one, where one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always loved music. I love all kinds of music. I love everything. I mean, I literally love everything. Um, I got grounded for about a year when I got caught with... Dre's album, The Chronic. Oh, was the yeah. Brand. The Chronic no. was a classic, brother. Hey, yeah. we're talking. Your bark was loud, but your <laughs> bite was wasn't vicious. vicious. <laughs> and the rhymes you was kicking was, was quite, quite bootylicious. bootylicious. You get so what, Doggy like, Dog? Oh, oh, is he, he crazy? crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> But I got grounded for a year for it. Pretty See, sure it was the next track. See, Darren, you had, you had him in this box on the way up here. Oh,
2: I'm listening to every hey, track. Hey,
1: Baby
0: A, Big D. Yes, we're it. in, brother. We're in. So, so I love, you know, I love music. I've always really been uh infatuated with the lyrics. Like, you know, I can read any artist's lyrics and go, ooh, man, they're they're going through some stuff right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always mm-hmm. been. Infatuated with that side of of the of the art, and I think for me, I needed that dream. I needed something that I could dream about. So, it was like music became the dream, and um, you know, to make a long story short, uh, you know, every country boy that plays country music loves George Strait. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Nashville, I mean, I had every door slammed in my face. Mm. And not just slammed, but like, you'll never be good enough, Slam. I mean, sure. it's like, it was pretty rough. i I thought back to some of the things that, I, that was said to me back then. And I thought, you know, that just wasn't very kind. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, was, if I was in that position, if I was the head of a, a label, right. I would have told that kid, hey, you're not what we're looking for right now. Mm-hmm. Go home. Mm-hmm. Keep practicing. And you know what? You never know. Yeah. That's what they should have said to me. But I remember I went home pretty defeated, mm. and my dad was like, "Listen, that's what those idiots told Willie Nelson for years. Mm. Don't listen to them." He said, "You don't need them." He said, "You stay here in Texas. You make your music. You grow your business." And and so we did, and you know we just started. I, I put out a record about every eighteen months to two years, and we were touring all the time, and just started growing, you know, and, um, and was that all independent? So all on all your own dime. So booking your own shows, Everything. doing, doing mm-hmm. all of your own. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just being a, just being a, a businessman. Yeah. Right. I didn't know I was, but really being a hustler. Yeah. Right. Like just, it's, it's no different. It is no different than when I was growing up and I had a lawn mowing business. Right. And I tell this to kids, if you want, if you want to work, if you want to make money, you can, mm-hmm. you know, I would you know, I, I had this little rig where I could strap the gas can to the push mower and I'd go up and down the mm. block. And if I saw a yard that looked like it needed a little love, you know, I'd knock on that door and I'd ask them, you know, what would you pay me? You know, and, you know, it didn't matter if it was 15 bucks or whatever. I would, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's $15 more. That's right. And I mean, my dad bought the mower in the gas. So it was just mm. all profit. Yeah. Right. All profit. Tax but it's free too, right yeah absolutely <laughs> cash yeah. all about that cash but you know what happened is next thing I knew we've we had built this this business where we played in like I think 42 country 42 states in 11 countries wow. and then all of a sudden we put out this album called real Good Time and I remember I got a phone call from my manager and he was like, dude we just charted an album top 10 independently nationwide. And I was like, "Wow." We got to talking after that. I said, "You know, if we accidentally charted a top 10, what if we really tried?" Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where we put out The Underdog. And um it became it it made history. It it was it's it was the first independent album in the history of country music to chart number one, explain that, explain independent
2: for those artists that are, are upcoming.
0: Yeah. Explain an independent artist. I am an independent artist is someone like, like right now, if you turn on country radio, mainstream radio, every artist that you hear is signed to a major record deal. Mm -hmm. Um, those stations will not play artists that are independent because they're not part of the machine. Mm -hmm. Um, they're they're the the labels, I mean it's 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 there's it's a bit of a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean it's they completely control wow. the situation. I always say, God could give you the greatest song in the world, it could be perfect in every way, and those mainstream stations wouldn't play it unless you first signed a record deal. Mm-hmm. That's just. And it's,
3: is it uh, true that I mean you've almost got a lobby, and so even the the radio the media heads that own mm-hmm. the radio stations, they've also got to there's a political game there as well getting in. Yeah. Right. So if you're like and, and I'll just throw out another one, Chase Rice is yeah. is one that yeah. has not necessarily played the game mm-hmm. as much. Maybe he has recently. Yeah. Um I I've known him for a while. I know and Chase too. Yeah. Great dude, man. Yeah. And he's real. I mean he, yeah. he shoots it straight. Um but he's like, man, I just I I, I don't have the energy. I just want to play some music. I don't have the yeah. energy to uh, to go play that game is that yeah. is that as well or is that tied to the the
2: we, label deal?
0: You know, Chase is a very unique situation with he's been able to do his thing, but also he's had such big crossover hits, yeah, with like Florida Georgia Line yeah. and stuff that it's it's given him a lot of lobbying mm. power, yeah. But he he has definitely um had uh you know roadblocks because he hasn't been part of that that big system Uh, you know and that's kind of what happened with us is we had to underdog it went number one and I thought man let's let's keep throwing punches and we built a small label that I owned and uh, called Big Label Records because I thought you know and people always, people always are like, have you signed to a big label? Are you, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, <Brilliant. laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> How big is it? Well, it's, it's called big label. Writers, at, the, so. at the post office in Abilene, we didn't get the big box, it's, but we didn't get the small one. It's kind of the one right in between. So it's,
4: you know, it
0: <laughs> it's kind of big, kind of big label, but we put out this record Vaquero, and Vaquero did amazing things for us. And we had. We had two top forty hits, and one of them was a number was a was a top ten hit, and which is just crazy because we just kind of we kind of snuck in the back door on mm-hmm. on mainstream radio, and and I don't have any animosity towards uh, major labels or mainstream radio. I, I kind of a lot of the when I put out a, a song, there's a lot of you know program directors at these radio stations that I'm friends with, and I'll say, hey, here's my song. Uh, but you cannot play it. You are not allowed to play it. <laughs> so just know, of. you can't play it. Just tease right. them. Yeah, because <laughs> I know they can't. Right. Yeah. Like, even though they'd like to play it, it's they're, they call them program directors, but at the end of the day, they're playing what the man yeah, up in, yeah. in New York City is right. saying play. Mm. But I give them a hard time. I'm like, here's a new song. It's amazing. But don't you play this song. <laughs> you don't have clearance. <laughs> I'm not, sure. you know, so, but, you know, we've had, we've had, you know, we've had so many, so many things like that. It's 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 just been such a blessing. Um, you know, the, the song, my song out of style. I won this mm-hmm. BMI award where they give out for the most played song of the year. And when I remember when I remember they gave out 40 of those awards and when they would give out an award, there would be the artist all the songwriters all the people from the, their their record label all the people from their publishing company everyone would go up on stage there'd be 30 40 people up there and when they called my name I was up there by myself so. <laughs> and the the president of BMI was like you know you're our only you're the only 100%er that I've I I know and I said what does that mean he goes well you wrote it by yourself you produced the album yeah You own the album, you publish the album. So it was one of those things where later, that was an honor Mm -hmm. winning that. But the best honor was afterwards. I had several um, young artists that were independent come up to me afterwards and they said, hey, thank you because you just showed us that we can achieve our dream without having to go that major label route. Really, it it applies to all things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's about growing your brand. Y'all are growing your brand right now. right? And that's really what it's about. It's about growing the brand, believing in yourself, working hard. So... So,
1: I love that overview, but I want to go back a little bit. Okay. You talked about... Sorry, Tyler, if this is where you're headed. You talked about transitioning from your playing days, and then you went to Nashville. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that, because I'm more interested in hearing about the the doors you are talking about closing your face. Let's talk about that a little
0: bit. Well, the one thing that's great about baseball is uh you've everyone's heard this analogy you know a a hall of fame hitter fails seventy percent of the yeah. time mm-hmm. and and it's it's uh it's one of those things that uh you know it's like when I tell my boys I'm like you know you know if one of them gets the game winning hit you know on the way home you know i'm i'm you know i'm pumped up I'm right. fired up for them and I'm going to say, man, enjoy this feeling. Enjoy this. Uh, you worked hard. I said, but understand we're going to have some car rides home where you struck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, just understand, you you relish, enjoy this moment, but also understand that this isn't, yeah, it's, it's like one of the boys have, the boys, uh, of course, I've brainwashed them into loving certain players. And, of course, they've, you know, one of them has just, you know Jordan's stuff all over the place cuz i love so many of his quotes and stuff and i mean uh but it's 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 it, jordan has a quote talking about how many game winning shots he made mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. how many he he missed yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like whoa you know they don't show the misses mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so but yeah i remember um you know i remember uh so many different Uh, situations I mean he was talking about the song fence post like yeah I never talk about the guy's name because I don't really want to run him down Mm -hmm. but the guy he wasn't he wasn't that kind Mm -hmm. and I mean I've heard he kind of has that reputation uh but you know I, I sang him a song and you know he just uh I remember I remember just being like his response to me I remember thinking golly have I done something to this mm-hmm. guy? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, years, y- what was great is years later when the underdog went number one, it was during uh, Nashville has this big CRS week, uh, country radio seminar where all the radio stations go to Nashville and all the labels are trying to promote all their new upcoming artists and this and that. And the the president of Sony went on record a few days before our album charted number one. He said, if uh, you are an independent artist, you do not exist. Mm. That was his quote. Mm. So I get interviewed, and they were like, hey, the president of Sony said that if you're an independent artist, then you don't exist. They said, uh, what would you say to him? I said, "Well, I guess I'd say, well, sir, my name's Aaron Watson, and uh, I'm an independent artist, and I got the number one record in all of country mm. music this week. Mm. Yeah, so I guess I exist. Yeah. So I guess I exist, <laughs> and you know, and that thing went viral. I mean, it got pub. My quote got published in the paper in in London. Was it the the, the, Guardia, um, Guardian, Guard- yeah, Gar- it the Guardian? Guardian or Guardian? Guardian? Yeah, whatever that is." I don't often read the London paper. <laughs> I Hello, not, I do not, not a, read the London paper. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, it's like if people are like, you, you got a pretty good British accent. I was like, no, that's just my Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry. So, but it's but it's just one of those things where, and that guy ended up losing his job, apparently because of that quote. And, mm-hmm. You know, because he caught a lot, of, a lot of flack over it. But you know what? Man, it's a tough world we live in. Yeah. It's always been a tough world we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we yeah, think yeah. about, we think about like, oh gosh, these are hard times. These are hard times. One of the problems is now, anytime there's anything that's difficult, it's immediately on your phone. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, you you're know, once, once mm-hmm. upon a time, if you missed the five o'clock news, yeah. you, did, you missed you re- the news, yeah, yeah, you missed no, bad no, news that yeah, day. Yeah. But like, we flew into London. Last week, you think about hard times. You think about what that city went through, mm-hmm. what all of Europe yeah. went through yeah. during the wars. Course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you think about just, man, just hard times. The yeah. world. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I know a family, and uh, they recently lost a child to cancer. And it was a hard, long battle. And what they went through in their little household was more of a nightmare than, you know, 99.99% of this world. It's perspective. It's perspective. And it's. I think it's just trying to spread positive vibes, you know. You know, I have my political thoughts on things, but I don't talk about them too much. You know, I'm like, you know, why am I going to waste my words on politicians when – I don't know them, really. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, my my thing is I always say, you know, I I stole this from a – who did I steal this quote from? You, that's the deal. You steal a quote and you forget <laughs> yeah, where you got yeah, it. Well, if I forget who to give credit to, I'm yeah. just going to use it. <laughs> you know, uh, to somebody. <laughs> but day day. It was like, I'm ne- neither for the left wing or the right wing. I like the whole bird. That's <laughs> right. And that's and right. that's a that's – a, you know <laughs> – that's it's, a great it's sad that bad things happen. To ha- it, it's sad to think that, oh, we need somebody to come over here and bomb us right. to unite us, us together, like, yes. for real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how about we just go, let's just forget about the bomb right? and mm-hmm. let's just... You
3: know, yeah, and again, not to get too political because I've, I've got a follow up question to one of the things, but it's it's a point where it's been so good for so long, right? Oh yeah, that we create we create these. Oh, it's hard and it's it's divided and, and yes, like those things are real, but like like you said, imagine living in mm. in Berlin, right, post World War II. Imagine, imagine living in In Haiti right now, right now. Imagine living in places in Central America and Africa. I mean, again, our our perspective is so often and that's what's, that's what's hard to watch sometimes if we have so many people, we talk about it quite a bit, is so many people that haven't left their little bubble that you just create all this negativity because Mm -hmm. Uh you're bored because... You know what what you say the quote all the time, right? Like hard times create tough men, tough men create good times, good times create soft men, mm-hmm. soft yeah. men create bad times. Right.
0: Well, yeah. it happens all the like in the Bible, yeah, it happens all the time. You know, it's like Israel, the Jews were suppressed, mm-hmm. they finally are devoted to God. They fall back. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. like Yeah, it it it, it, you see it in boxing all the time. Yeah, you see McGregor do it. Yeah, Yeah. man, he had the eye of the tiger on top of the world. Yeah, and then he started. Oh, oh, he starts making headlines. He's getting in fights at bars at night, and I'm like, bro, you should have been getting in bed early so you could be trained in the next morning. That's right. And and, but it's the nature of us. Yeah, I've done it, and I have to slap myself and go, "Whoa, Mm -hmm. you better get after it." That's right. You got it, you know. And that's where. It's like I'm kind of in that phase right now where there's a bunch of these new young bucks in this music scene, and I'm like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to yeah. show them how it's done. But is that
2: inspiration for you? I mean, mm-hmm. are, do you look at it as – because it sounds like, it, within our conversation, it sounds like you're inspired by obstacles. You're inspired by things that 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 push you. Like someone closes the door on you, well – you give a damn. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna fight through this.
0: Yeah, is that what inspires you to see those young guys coming mm-hmm. up now? I think when I was a young guy, the older guys inspired me, mm-hmm. and now that I'm, you know, the older guy, <laughs> oh, like these younger no, no, guys, no. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that's where I think I like competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 the kind of guy that, you know, if I, if you know you're going to beat me a million times out of a million times in a foot race but if it's a long distance race you're probably still going to beat me but i'm not going to stop right. till like dude ran till he died right and that's the kind of thing it's just be like you know it's like i've told my boys there, there was a there was a there was a bigger kid uh picking on one of my boys and i was like here's the deal i go you can't back down that's right I said, so here's what you're gonna do. I said, you might get your belly whipped. Right. I go, but you better make sure after that fight, he that big guy's like, yeah. that wasn't worth the time. <laughs> I ain't going back for more of that. No, 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 yeah. no. Because it make it risky for the big boy. Yeah. Because I've whipped a couple of big boys. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things where it's like, big boys don't got that they don't here's the deal. Yeah. If you get one shot yeah. on the big boy and you're the little guy, A. Uh-huh. Hey, it's a W. Just make yeah, his nose. A, yeah, hey, make, make here's the deal. Yeah. He just make his nose bleed. Yeah. Just yeah. make <laughs> his nose bleed. He might beat you black and blue. Right. Just if you can just get his nose to bleed. Yeah.
2: He knows he was in something. Know, yeah, yeah. He
0: knows. He's gotta go to the principal's yeah, office right. with you know. And, and that's where I told him, I was like, you just gotta you gotta, you know, you gotta have that fight in all things mm-hmm. um you know, which their their mama doesn't always like. The you know, advice. Like, yeah, yeah. What's your daddy? Well, just, baby, yeah. just, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Just, I don't.
0: <laughs>
2: but you know what it's like, though. I, don't, I just had this conversation with my wife the other day. My wife's Tiffany. name's Tiffany, by the way. Hi, they Tiffany. Great friends with this one over there. And they probably think, no, I think this one's a little more thuggish than mine. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the mindset is, like, we know what it's like to be in a playground mm-hmm. with boys. Mm-hmm right mm-hmm. and nothing's fair in those playgrounds so if you don't equip your kids with some skills to say hey look the kid the bully pushed you around yesterday just and i tell my kids all all my kids hey just walk into class the next day mm-hmm. and just slap his ass right in the yeah. mouth yeah will never if, do it again even if the if if teacher tells you to get out of the room yeah. send you to, pre- i got you don't worry yeah. about it but handle it
1: hey guys hope you're enjoying this conversation with Aaron Watson. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you can tell we are not in our studio. We are actually up at Choctaw uh, doing this interview as Aaron was playing uh, the night that we recorded. And I got to tell you guys, we were blown away by the new renovation and expansion. Um, We had seen it uh, while it was under construction, but that was our first time seeing it in person, all completed, and it, far exceeded expectations it is amazing what they've done up there you have to get yourself up there to Choctaw Casino and Resort this weekend on the 2nd they've got Santana performing and as we were talking to Aaron he even mentioned in the episode that Choctaw is one of his favorite places to perform anywhere in the country due to its intimate feel for the artist so it's a great venue uh, a great opportunity to go up there and check out, like I said, Santana this weekend. We absolutely loved our time at Choctaw. We're very appreciative of them and uh, their partnership with us and look forward to many more times and opportunities to go up there this fall. So get yourself up to, up to Choctaw Casino Resort. Now back to the episode.
0: Handle it. So I've told my boys very similar things. I'm like, listen, you get kicked out of school, I'll go pick you up. All right. We'll go out for ice cream, <laughs> you know, because the thing about it is, is that you just can't, y- you've got to, because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to experience those kind of things for the rest mm-hmm. of their, life. Of their yeah. lives. That's right. And, um and it's going to keep going unless
3: you do something to stop it. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, the thing with the, you know, a lot of people will say, well, maybe you should just, you should, you know, walk away. And I think there's, I think that's a. There's a fine line. You got to understand, like, the situation. But with a, with those bullies, yeah. they're just gonna they're gonna they keep, keep they're yeah. gonna keep stealing your lunch money yeah. every day, and um, you know. So, yeah, talking about mamas. Like, uh, both boys had football game yesterday. Jake is a corner and a receiver, and Jack is is a fullback and linebacker. Little brothers, pretty. Mm. Yeah, big old boy, Jack. That, yeah, this former yeah, fullback ballback, right there. Yeah, he kind of he kinda perked up when you might said. Need, I did. Yeah, I might need you to give Jack some anytime because uh, because Jack Jack broke his arm. He broke his arm in football last year, and we had. To, I told him we were going to change the story a little bit uh, because he was he was backpedaling doing a, one of the drills, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and he his he slipped, back. He slipped back and broke his was, arm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And I said, no, 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 no. Don't tell people you're doing that. Uh, He he was a big guy. Yeah. Y'all are are on the goal line. (laughs) You brought him. You brought it. You brought it, yeah. And that was actually the play after you broke your arm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was the play afterwards. And, uh, But Jake, you know, Jake's on the right side, and he gets a lot of those little passes Thrown out over the middle, where he just kind of leaves him hanging out in no man's land, or that the, the little pass where he goes in and he comes out, yeah, and like the whole place he knows, yeah. knows whole it, seat and seat you place, see guys licking it. their chops. chops, yeah, and she'll be like, oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, 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 uh,
0: oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 and I'm like, you all right? Oh, 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 and I'm like, oh, and then and then when he scores a touchdown she's just like i'm like no if you're gonna go oh 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 you girl you gotta act crazy you gotta lose it it. yes oh 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 oh, oh. and i'm like whoa you okay there better be popcorn throwing four rows back oh man but it's but it's fun and it's just life lessons you know Mm -hmm. and and i'm pretty good you know with uh using you know You know, it was. I think it was. It was Larry Walker that just got inducted in the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. and he said he doesn't call it uh, winning and losing; he calls it winning and learning. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty neat in his speech. But man, I use my losses as a. You know, it's it's like, I mean, you know, I've had bad dad moments Mm -hmm. where I've lost my cool on 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 my boys. Never on my baby girl. No, she. No way. (laughs) She could stab me in the leg with a <laughs> knife. And I'm like, baby, <laughs> that hurts, Daddy. that's hurts, steady. That's why you pull it out. <laughs> yeah. I have told her a few times lately, I'm like, listen, I love you, girl. I love you. And I never want you to get married. I want you to be mine uh-huh. the rest of my life. Right. I go, I, don't, I, I want you to be mine for forever. Right. And I'm just telling you. You keep acting like you're acting right now. No man, whatever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. You're going to be that lady with lots of cats uh. throwing, throwing fits like that, girl.
3: Uh. Fit, girl, you can, you can live in the house behind me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. yeah you, you
0: ain't even living in this house. No,
3: like that. no. You and your cats back. You, yeah, uh, I'm allergic to cats, girl. You and the cats. <laughs> Out. So, so before talking about family, before family, you, you talked about that period, and and you started really, on, and what ninety nine was mm-hmm. like your your year where you really got kind into kind of getting started, yeah, yeah, trying
0: to get the the ball rolling. It was slow.
3: So, and then it was late two thousands when started. I mean, it was a it was a. 8, 10, I know in Fence Post, you talk about 10 years, right? One of his lines in it is, right? I was an overnight sensation in just over 10 years, right?
0: The line in the song, which I love that. Mm -hmm. But so 15 years of just... Yeah, I became an overnight sensation and just under ten years, oh, just over ten years. That's right. So.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to hear about. Is, is yeah, what, what does would, it even look like? What does a day look like when you're trying to make it in country or in music in general? The,
3: I mean, the point. I mean, yeah. y- you spent that time, and yeah. you mentioned you mentioned that it was like, hey, we weren't even trying, and we made a number one, a number yeah. one hit. Yeah. So, what was that motivation like during that fifteen-year grind, where you're playing at honky tonks and you're playing at bars and you're booking your own shows mm-hmm. and you're—I'm mm-hmm. assuming you probably don't have a, a a big bus at the beginning of the Mm-mm. of the deal. No, putting it all together. Band. So, what's that mindset? And then I—and that was a great question, by the way. I want, I want you to go back to Ben's, but what's that mindset for that fifteen years? Is like, okay, hey, I, my goal is this. Or I just love what I'm doing.
0: Is the same thing for y'all. If you had a bad game. Uh-huh. Man, you sitting there in the locker room afterwards, and you're down, but then you wake up the next morning, mm-hmm. and you're ready to go again. That's right. Yep. That it was it's a very similar, it's it's a very similar feeling. Where I can remember playing shows. Um, I remember playing at this place in Dallas. A lot of artists love that. Like that place. This place means something to them. Mm-hmm. Adairs. That place means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I played there so many times to nobody. Right. <laughs> I've got buddies that are like, man, I just love going back to Eight airs. I'm like, you out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to even see that place again. <laughs> yeah. and, and, but it's, I remember after a show at eight airs, there was nobody. And this place is a small little dump. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's iconic. I, it, they got great burgers. Mm-hmm. And the people, they were always sweet to me. Um, but I can remember going out back and just sitting on the curb after a show, going, "Oh man, yeah, that was rough." Yeah. People didn't care because mm-hmm. you know music is one of those things. Like, man, if you're writing a song, if you're singing someone a song about like, you know, loss, heartache, and you're kind of bearing your soul, mm-hmm. and you got people acting like drunks and they don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? Yeah. It, you can take it personal, yeah. real yeah. Yeah. easy. Um, but it was, uh, I I look back on it now, I think ignorance is bliss, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's also that like, I believed in myself. I enjoyed it. You know, I was traveling around with my friends, you know, we were, we, we, I could feel the momentum building. I believed in my. What I tell people is every day I was doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought tomorrow was going to be the big day, mm-hmm. so I just kept doing it. Oh, I just kept oh, yeah. chasing. I just kept chasing that. It's good. And, and then one day I turned around and it's like I still have people say, "Well, you do. You, do you think you'll ever like make it?" And I said, "Well, I don't know what your definition of make it is." I go, "Got a bus, a boat." Yeah, I got it all. Ranch. Man, dude, doing all right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Got this ranch. We I got a, you know, we live in Buffalo Gap, Texas, and I'm telling you, yeah. my house in Buffalo Gap, Texas would it probably cost 10 times less than what it costs, you know, in the DFW area. Right. But the house I grew up in is smaller than my garage. Mm. Mm. And yeah. I still, you know, I got an, I got an old Jeep, and i drive that old Jeep and I pull up, you know, as the sun's setting, you mm-hmm. see that house, That's stone house, mm-hmm. stone. Right. And I got this big barn, stone barn, and my kids are in there always playing basketball. and You know, they got all their stuff in there, and I go, wow, this all came from a song? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's where you just, but at the same time, when this pandemic hit, you know, my wife was so concerned because... Literally within a couple of weeks, I had up over a hundred something shows canceled, mm-hmm. just the bottom. Yeah. My stock dropped yeah. you know you, every yeah. business in America dropped, yeah oh, man, my stock dropped, and she was so worried about it, and I was like, well, first of all, I go, luckily for you, there's a reason why I don't tell you about most of the money I make because <laughs> right? you're a thief <laughs> a thief in the night. A thief in the night. I said, so there's a reason. Like I've been smart. There's a reason why I don't tell you things, and I'm just like, just hide that. Uh, yeah, Ooh, that off. yeah. She's yeah. come. She's well, sniffing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bury that here. No, no dolce today. <laughs> yeah. Here, I, I come in with money in my bag, and you hear. <laughs> like Louis to me, Louis yeah. Vuitton to me. Yeah, I that Louis guy. <laughs> What a jerk. That Lois, Lois I, I, Witten. Yeah. On yeah. It's like, hey, I got an idea. Let's make these. And what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal with those stupid purses. <laughs> oh, hey, you're by yourself. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. You're by yourself here. Hey, this is an independent, independent thought. This is an independent you know opinion. This. I'm here going. This is, I'm, this, is not, this is not reflect the Darren Woodson
1: show. <is> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going there. I'm going there.
2: Go in by yourself. Because the
0: company. Here's the deal they can't say nothing to me because I own stock (laughs) (laughs) I I, I own part of you I own that company I own part of that company it's in the closet (laughs) and but I could understand if it was like tooled leather right craftsmanship (laughs) (laughs) Tiff. She's just (laughs) sighing (laughs) I'm not (laughs) wrong (laughs) Here's the deal. So I wait. We go to we go to um we go we're we're in London and she said, Hey, there's this store I really wanna go to. And I'm like, Okay. First of all, there's some like ten story What's the crazy fancy? Yeah, like, what's that store? Uh, it's got everything under the sun. Everything, and it, everything. Food in yeah, London. What's that uh, called? It's uh, a. It is not, amazing. Not like
3: Gilbert's or it's, it's something, something. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we Are, so yeah. we were there. We go there all day, and she's like, "There's this other store." But like, I go, "We were. All, we were what like, else could you want? That has everything. They had everything." <laughs> and so we wait in line in the rain. They only. This is before the pandemic, but they only let. So many people Six in Six people uh, in at a time. Uh, it's some, I'm afraid my my West Texan is going to come out, but it's spelled like go G O W A R D. G O W A R D. Go Yard. Go Yardy. Go Yard. We're going to go with Go Yardy. Whatever. I'm from
1: the same place you are. I have no idea what you're pronouncing. <laughs> <laughs> <saying laughs> oh, well, let me just it's, tell you. It's, it's Go Yardy. Go
0: Yardy. Go Yardy. So G- here's the deal. It's um I go in there and it's just me and all these cute little Asian ladies. And I was like, What's going on in here? Like what 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 is this? What is Oh, these are so big. These are the these are so it's like here Louis down here. Louis. Oh uh, Louis's bottom shelf. Oh wow. Oh Goyardi, Goyard, whatever. Yo Yarde. eh? And um this guy's trying to to sell sell me these. And I'm more impressed that there's this guy that not only is speaking English, mm-hmm. but then he'd go over and he could speak, I don't know if it was Chinese or Japanese because, wow. you know, we don't have that uh, foreign language option in West in Texas. West, right, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but I remember him talking to me and then he'd go over there and I'd be like, well, that's pretty impressive. Right. I am very impressed. Uh-huh. And he and my wife are talking about these purses. And they look at me, and they said, which one do you like the most? And I said, I don't like either of them. <laughs> Wrong these answer. aren't nice-looking purses. Like, I'm just being honest. So, but oh, she gets a couple of them. And then so literally a couple of days ago, she has one on the counter. And I said, is that that? Thing we bought in London? She goes, this one isn't. I go, you bought another one? Mm. <laughs> she goes, it's a fake and I bought it from Sarah. <laughs> so why did we buy? And that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so hold <laughs> up. You got real ones? <laughs> you got real ones in the closet that you don't w- was- use? and you're using the fake one like i'm this is nothing against this is more somebody ladies please explain that to me <laughs> Darren, you had these kind of conversations mm-hmm, before? Mm-hmm, my mouth is no. shut.
3: I'm not saying <laughs> a damn thing.
0: You should have heard you're all the thing. things he was saying off air. <laughs> off air. <laughs> Woo! The
3: <laughs> <laughs> only reason Aaron brought this up is because Darren was talking yeah, about boy, it. Yeah, boy, he was going off. I
2: told you, you're going by yourself on this one. <laughs> boy, this is a big
3: one. Yeah, this is a, oh, this is, yeah, this this is is a dude that has the, the LV print on every backpack that oh, he
2: has. Oh, I think, I, he's, I got, I think he's got like
0: a leather wristband that he paid yeah, like yeah, five I, grand for. I do feel your pain. Hey, here's the deal. Hey, I do. When you got three rings, yeah, you have any backpack you want, yeah, bro.
2: Yeah. Mm. No, no, you can't. No, no, no. you can't. Because I'm right there with you. I've been. Uh, we've been to Italy a few times. and oh. I sit there and look at the prices, and I'm like, oh,
0: oh, that's, God. A, "That's a. It's tax free. Oh. <laughs> that's what I, in Italy in Milan she got no. one. Oh, yeah. It's tax free.
2: <laughs> mm. We walked in and like full out arguments. Well, uh, I'm not buying it. She's crazy. That's it, like a it, Bentley. Uh,
0: yeah. That's, I, I don't even buy a Bentley back home. So my, I got this old Jeep, and I love this old Jeep. You know, it's 20-something years old, and I like it because I can take it to the ranch, and if I run a tree up the side of it, mm. I'm not like, ah, you know, oh, and mm. it's a standard, and I'm teaching my boys to drive on it and Jolie soon. Um, but one day I'm in the garage, and it's like click, click, and I'm like, oh, dang it. And it was just the battery. But she goes, hey, why don't you just go down there and buy you a new one? And I said, a new Jeep? She goes, just go buy you a new one. I go, I just want to thank you for your generosity. Yeah. Thank you for letting me do that. I appreciate I was that. like, you know, if you'd have said, hey, I'm going to stop spending money like it grows on a tree. <laughs> and I'm going to get a job. And I'm going to buy you a Jeep using the money that I'm working so hard you for. Do, you
2: know what? You need to do a song.
0: Yeah. You're writing a song right <laughs> in front of us,
2: right? Yeah. You're writing hey. this damn song, uh, And yeah. you're using right us now. right now. Yeah. Get some paper.
1: Song. Get some paper.
3: We'll,
0: we'll be your co-writers yeah. here. But I was like, you know, or I could just go get a new battery.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you're talking to a species that wears the same workout shirt for nine years and refuses to
0: get rid of that workout shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I like it. It's fun. Because I like it.
3: (laughs) Why would I get rid of of, a car when I could spend $87 on a new battery? Oh,
0: man. It's like, I love the old Jeep. The old Jeeps are, you know, but, oh, it's fun. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, it's funny. My boys are, you know, my boys are are kind of the same way. Well, Jack, we were talking off air about Mm -hmm. when we played in Stodd. You're right. Stodd. All the in Switzerland, all the cars pulling up, and I'm like, "Whoa, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh man, you know, in Buffalo Gap, Texas, you see a Corvette, and it's like, oh, we made it. He must be from 1982 he must <laughs> Corvette. <laughs> he must be, hey, you must have, <laughs> oil, yeah, money. Yeah. Corvette, have oil money. 82 Corvette, oil money.
1: But it's bright like yellow too, probably. Yeah,
0: but, but I was asking Jack one day what his favorite cars were, and he was like, Dad, the car I want. I either want this like I saw this 1980 something uh Mustang 5.0 or I like this uh the uh the Bugatti something something and I was like
3: couldn't pick two more opposite.
0: So one cost $3500 right. and one of them costs 3.5 million. million. I said we I like that 5.0. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's achievable. Nice. And, you, that, and so guess what? We can work on it together. That's father son time. That's right. But you know what what's funny is that that, that analogy of those two cars, that should be life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have achievable dreams, but also always have your eye on That's right. Mm-hmm. But don't but but be but also be thankful. Exactly. Yeah. Be thankful yeah. if you have yeah. that. Yeah. I mean it's it's
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, someone did want to ask you as you were talking about your house and you know the ranch and you, you love you know love where you are mm-hmm. and your house you grew up in was the size of your garage. Yeah. And something I always ask Darren and Tyler and something we always bounce around is how are we going to, for lack of a better term, harden our kids or keep mm-hmm. them with that perspective because they're growing up in a different environment than you did. Yeah. Right. So how do you do that? How do you approach keeping them I'm a nest. humble?
0: I'm a nasty boss. Love it. Mm. I am. I mean, I'm nasty. I mean, it's it's. Uh, you know, I had coaches growing up that they were nasty with us. Mm-hmm. I don't think coaches can be like that even That's in right. the NFL anymore. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no way. You it's babysitting, right? Mm-hmm. And and you see it. I mean, it's like coach says something now and. Players are all getting upset, and I'm like, man, my high school coach talked to me worse than that. I I, I had a college coach tell me to commit suicide because
3: (laughs) I was taking everybody's oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's so different. I mean, he he goes, you got two choices. Kill yourself or go play women's soccer. You ain't doing what you're doing now. And I was like, you Talk about that Absolutely. sitting outside of the bar. I'm yeah. like,
0: and the thing whoa, about it is, is that <laughs> that would offend some people, but they don't understand. Yeah, this isn't you weren't playing. Uh, you know, two blow football. You, 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 this is you, you're going to war yeah. out on that football field, yeah. and you got to be tough. And that's the same way, man. I'm with my boys. Um, like I make them work, mm. and I don't pay them because mm-hmm. you know why. It's, this is their family. Like I've pulled them aside and say, Hey, you should, all this yard work, all the stuff we're doing at the ranch, you're doing this for me so that I don't have to do this all by myself. Right. And then it just put it in, in, into per, into a perspective, you know, and that's where it's just, I'm, I'm a nasty boss with them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I, and sometimes I get too nasty. And it's me being able to come back and go, hey, I love you. I'm hard on you because I love you mm-hmm. because I don't want you to be lazy. I want you to be hungry. I want you to work hard in life. I was like, this is tough love. I go, I don't, and I tell them, I don't always know that I'm doing this right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm an, you got to be. Yeah. Mm. That's my fear. Like, my fear is that They're if, never, I'm
2: not, if I'm not going to be tough on them. The real world will be tough. Like yeah. And the, the real world the world doesn't care. They don't yeah. love you. Like, they, I love you. Yeah. So I'm going to be a jerk.
0: But you love them. But
2: I love you. Yeah. Get out there. They don't care. No. They care less. And I want to go back to something we, we talked about a little earlier. You're talking about your kids. When was it in your lifetime? Was it How old were you when you said, you know, I got this gift to sing, mm. and I want to pursue this. What age were you
0: when you knew and had the confidence to get up and sing in front of people? Well, I remember when I was about 18, I was starting to sing along with the radio, and I've always loved music. My dad had a, has a great vinyl record collection. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking, hey, I can sing. I can sing some of this stuff, all right? It took, it took me two or three years to get. I mean, I'm telling you, I was nervous. I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. It, it did not come natural to me mm. at all.
1: You were twenty, twenty one, twenty two 21, 22 mm-hmm. when you started?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'm out scared to death.
1: Do you remember the first? The oh, first?
0: Yeah. Well, my first show hmm. was in Clyde, Texas. There you go. You know the pizza Four house? Pounds, baby. You know the pizza house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in, there was there's this pizza house in Clyde, and we got asked to play – the widower, the widows and widowers convention of Abilene. Widows, widows and widowers of Abilene. Little sounds like little, a riot. Little club. Little club. About laugh. Oh, I feel oh, like man. I feel like those widows and widowers. Well, let may me just have tell you motives. Let me just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this says something. Bring us together, Aaron. This says something though. Hey, there were no This says something about. This says something about something, and I'm yeah. not going to say what that something is. But um, there was about there were no widowers. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a bunch of old little old ladies. ladies yeah. We yeah. kick off first, boys. That's the, that's the, right. at the end of the yeah. day. It's no, like right. uh, at some point they they uh they put they put that final nail in the coffin. Right. We're done. I mean, I, I remember going, "Where's all the old men?" Right. And I learned a lesson that day. Right. So, but I remember we started playing, and it was too loud, and they were all holding their ears. <laughs> no way! We had to turn it all the way down. Then no. the drummer, and we the drum. It, yeah. By the time <laughs> no. it was just me, <laughs> just you singing acoustic. Singing acoustic. <laughs> but I remember we played a, we played this place in downtown Abilene. It's not there anymore, and it was packed, and the they were the kids were going crazy, and I thought, hey, this is, this is fun, mm. you know. It, it's a, it's it's kind of like, you know if if you've been if you're if you've been in a situation, you know, probably when y'all first got in the league, you were playing to not mess up maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then all of a sudden one day you turn around and you go, "Oh, I'm having fun." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's when it becomes that's yeah. when you can be dangerous. Everything
2: slows down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's where I mean that's I think that's where you know, I started going, "Hey, I like this." And I also also too there was always this something inside of me that I wanted to. I wanted to have a job that would give me the opportunity to take care of my mom and my dad. Uh-huh. I think that was a big, a big thing for me. And you know, I've, you know, I've been. They took such good care of me growing up. I mean, my dad, um, my dad's a hundred percent disabled. Like I was telling y'all earlier, and and uh, he was a custodian at our church, and. Um, and i share that a lot with my kids but i had a a pretty i guess i would call it a career defining moment probably when i was 12 and, and this is probably a good thing to tell we were talking about how do we how, how do we uh prepare our For kids, kids yeah. mm-hmm. not make them spoiled mm-hmm. and uh lazy but um we were we we cleaned our church growing up And, um, all my buddies were going swimming and literally right across the street from our church was the, uh, the Amarillo swim club, the big pool where all the kids hung out Mm -hmm. in the summer and all my buddies were there and I'm across the street and my dad and I were cleaning toilets. Wow. And I remember I had on the yellow gloves and I am complaining just being a little turd 12 year old and I'm just complaining and complaining and complaining And I remember my dad poked his head around the stall, and he's on his knees, right? Mm. And he goes, hey. And I turned around, he goes, do you think that I enjoy cleaning these toilets? Mm. He goes, you know what? He said, when I was your age, this is not what my dream was. Mm. He said, but you know, I went to war. I got drafted. I served my country. He said, I, I almost died. He goes, but somehow I'm still alive today, and God has blessed me with a, a wonderful family, and he's blessed me with this job. He said, so you can bet that when we walk out of this bathroom, these are going to be the cleanest toilets in town. Oh, and it hit me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm sorry. you know, And I mean, I'm sure I cried or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that forever changed me. And it's kind of like the um, years later I read the 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 M- Martin Luther King Jr. quote about the street sweeper. Do you all know that mm-hmm. one?
2: What's that one? Tell us something.
0: It's, it's, I'm not going to be able to tell it word for word, but it's the street sweeper quote, and it's where Martin Luther King Jr. says to the street sweeper, you make sure that you sweep these streets so good. If Jesus comes walking down that street, he says, man, right. these streets had a mighty fine street sweeper. Right. And it's just whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. whether you're writing yep. your name, whether you're cleaning toilets. And I do that with the boys. Like like when I got home, when I got home Sunday night from Stad, Switzerland, <laughs> they were supposed to, the yard work, the, the jobs I gave them. I could tell where they got sloppy. We went out there and I was like, you got sloppy. Do a good job. Do a good job the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just not cutting them any slack. Mm -hmm. But also just the way my dad, my dad could have just like got onto me and whipped me. Mm -hmm. But instead, he just like grabbed my heart. Right. You know, it changed. It changed me. Your dad just grabbed my heart. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's and I'm and, I, and and here's the deal. I'm all stopped, stopped up. My allergies are going crazy. Cause yesterday, uh, after dad and I ran around town, uh, I'm, I mowed their yard, you know, and here I am, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man. man right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sure I could, ha- I could pay somebody to mow my mom and dad's yard. That's my job. Mm-hmm. I need to go over there. And mow That's my mom awesome. and dad's yard, you know, and we waited way too long to mow that yard this time. <laughs> Dad likes to mow it, so he'll be like, I'm going to mow it. Just I'm, I'm like, okay. Well, y'all might all come over here. And I'm yeah. like, oh, now that it's four foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bet, Dad. You, uh, and one of the things that,
3: that I feel like kids these days, you know, because everybody has a landscaper, everybody, mm-hmm. like mowing yards, but but being a push mower with a bag. Oof. I mean, that's how I do it. You can't, yeah. <laughs> and I did, yeah, I did. Until, Labor until uh-huh. we until we got a little bit bigger that would take me three yeah. days. Yeah, four acres would be a little tough yeah. with a but, push mower. Um, <laughs> but but man, that's something that's so important for kids. I mean, yeah. to do to do that stuff. Just they got to work. No. They got
0: to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Agreed. that's
1: what and. You know, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, that you could we could pay somebody to mow our yard, but I, I'm the same mentality. I'm like, no, I want them to see me actually struggle. Yeah, Cause it's one thing to go to work at all day, but they don't see me there. Yeah, they don't see
0: how the work I put in there. Yeah, they need to see me actually struggle yeah. at home. And 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 that's kind of like you know when the pandemic hit. That was part of my plan. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how long this is going to last. I said, I've talked to some of the the booking people, and they said we may not work for another. Yeah year and a half. Yeah. I said, so we got, we're going to plan for the worst. And I said, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I said, I'm going to figure out other ways to make money. And I said, we're, we're going to do all our own work. I said, we're going to take care of everything. I was like, you know, we, we had someone that would always come clean the house for mama, you know? Mm-hmm. And Luckily for us, the lady that was cleaning, we didn't have to let her go because she was like, "I ain't going to nobody's nowhere. house," right. you know. Right. And right. um, right, but we took over everything, and and we worked and we worked and we worked, and I did all kinds of things, Zoom concerts, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I put on the hustle. Mm-hmm. I, I I would handwrite lyrics. I still do it. I buy these canvases, these hardback canvases. I think they're probably. 50 cents a canvas. And I will write my lyrics, the chorus of a song on there. And uh, I, I bet I did nearly a thousand of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Right. <laughs> felt like schoolwork sitting there. Started do, putting on Chuck reading Porter glasses. <laughs> <laughs> started putting on reading glasses because my eyes were... But you just find a way. And yeah. I just showed them. I said, we're going to find a way. Yeah, oh, I love that. that.
1: Yeah. Talk to us... Yeah, yeah, go oh, you go ahead. I, I was, I was just, just saying, talk to us about... I don't even the simple. Well, not, it's not simple at all. But I don't even know like what's the inspiration for songwriting. How do yeah. you even go about yeah, that? That's how, I was gonna how do go. you oh, how do you come I up like, with
0: your lyrics? I, I love I love writing songs. It's my favorite thing, and I'm always writing. Um, and I, I like waking up in the morning, making some coffee, and it just kind of depends on the mood that I'm in. You know, it's like we just we actually just put out a song today called Crash Landing. And I don't know what kind of depressed, pissed off mood I was in when I wrote that, (laughs) (laughs) but I was. And so I wrote it, you know, it's like, that was the mood that I was in. So it's just like, it's like for a painter, I'm like, I'm sure painters, they, they don't want to always be painting, you know, sunrises and pretty (laughs) landscapes, man. Sometimes maybe they want to paint a thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm always, I'm always looking for that, like a good hook. Yeah. Mm And then finding that melody. And and you know, a lot of these writers today, there's every song has four or five writers. But for me, I don't really have time for all that. So a lot of times I'm the only mm. I'm the only writer. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever
2: wrote a song and you knew it was for someone else?
0: Oh yeah, like uh I'll pretend. Like I'll write a song, kind of pretending that I'm writing for someone else, mm-hmm. you know, whether they sing it or not. Right. Whether they get it, they'll, I, who, they'll. I'll never know. You know right. what? What I know when I'm writing that song that they'll probably never sing it. Mm. But sometimes that that's an inspiration. Like I've I wrote songs before pretending like I'm writing a song for one of my heroes. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean the the one we just put out today, Crash Landing, it kind of has like this Rolling Stones kind of mm. thing going on. So it's just whatever mood I'm in, I just write. So I truly love to write though. That's man. That is writing is the, that's the part of the business that I'm like, man, it's, it's interesting when you think about it, like writing a song, there's not too many things that you can create Mm -hmm. from nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, like a, it's like, it's kind of like a true, like gift from God. Like, like you're, you're making something from nothing. Like, it, that's when I say er, when I said earlier, like I got this ranch and this house and everything I got, I, I got it with a song. Like it's a song. Like yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. it's something that floats. <clears throat> you can't see it really, right? It's kind of just floats out there.
2: Okay, so I got it. So you're writing a song, right? Uh-huh. Are you putting the music behind it at the same time? Are you hearing the music behind that's, it, Mm-hmm. Uh, or are you you know reaching out to your band to say, hey, I need to
0: I need to hear it this way, or I usually. It's kind of weird. I feel like it all kind of is coming together, mm-hmm. and then sometimes, like, I'll have like a, a a very elementary melody that I'm kind of working off of, mm-hmm. and then after I finish it, I'll be like, you know, I need th- this this song needs a little more diversity. This song needs more dynamics, pizzazz. I think is the word, yeah, pizzazz, yeah, flair, flair, pizzazz. Yes. Yes. we don't say pizzazz in West Texas. Yeah, yeah, we, I've, nev- I've never said pizzazz. And- hey, boys! All right, here's what we need in the huddle. In the huddle, all right, boys. Did you put on these rhinestone jackets? And- yeah, you're in the huddle, like, Boys were a little flat. Fourth quarter. Uh, right. We need some pizzazz. <laughs> They're like, "What the?" Hell? Here's the deal. You want to earn more sparkles for your helmet? Sparkles. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, anyways, anyways.
3: So, in that in your career, you, you mentioned you played in you know almost. Are, have you played
0: in every state now? No, I haven't played like in Delaware. Oh, some of those. So some animosity there. No, I just, I wish, I don't, I don't know that they've heard of country music. (laughs) That's a good
3: point. So, but you played in a ton of places. Is there a show that sticks out in your mind? And and maybe you already mentioned it with the widows and widowers
0: of, that was a good one. That was a good one. But that
3: sticks out in your mind. You're like, gosh, that was wild. Whether it's like a crazy scenario or like, I can't believe that I'm here playing this. Like, that sticks out in your mind is like, gosh, that one sticks out above the rest.
0: Yeah. I mean, Playing the Houston rodeo was pretty. A live album
3: there, yeah,
0: right, yeah. That was pretty amazing. I don't know how many people, seventy thousand people, whatever. Yeah, that was kind of frightening. Actually, it was, it was, it was a. You you're walking into that place and there's just people, everywhere, everywhere. You're like, and it's kind of weird because you're playing in the middle of the rodeo arena. Uh They're far away. It was weird. Mm -hmm. uh Yeah. But, you know, like, gosh, playing this summer at the Cheyenne Frontiers Day Rodeo, mm-hmm. that was amazing. That's my second time to play there. The first time we played there was with Kiss. Oh, no way, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that was fun. Gene Simmons. Gene, yeah. yeah. He actually requested that we open for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, which was cool. Okay. And I remember I went backstage uh, to meet him, and and he put his arm around me, and he said, Well, you're a powerful young man. <laughs> He's man, he says pizzazz for sure. Hold up, (laughs) and I was like, This, I was like, I'm like, Nice to meet you, sir. And I was like, He's awkwardly (laughs) tall, too. And then he put his arm around me, and I felt his hand. I thought he's fixing fixing the (laughs)
3: fish. Just, I just feel around a little bit. Just, I felt it out
0: there, and I was like.
2: It, Gene Simmons, the one with the, 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 the big long tongue. Yeah, tone, yeah, long tongue. He, oh yeah, he's <laughs>
3: tall. He's tall too, isn't he? Not only is he tall, <laughs> but he's he wears really those tall. boots that have yeah, the yeah, that
1: also. Nine is nine far, inch. Yeah. Oh, those are definitely go yard for sure. Those are go yardies. Doesn't he own <laughs> go <Goyardies.
2: laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he own the book? Doesn't he own Kiss's book altogether? Oh, I
0: think so. Yeah. I'll tell you though, they they put on a show. Yeah. That was so much fun.
3: That's an odd match for the the Cheyenne rodeo, though. It was an odd match.
0: It was odd. Did they come out with the? Like, oh, oh, they were oh, fire, fire, and it was really yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs>
2: Pizzazz, the whole nine. Yeah, huh?
0: but you know what's what's really wild is I bring up those big shows, but that's not it's not based on attendance mm-hmm. or the venue. There are some places we'll go play some little small place, and it doesn't hardly hold to anybody, but it'll be packed, and you're like, man, that was so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so much fun. I think, you know, it's like, you know, we're playing a casino tonight, a nice showroom.
3: Which and we can mention, by the way, because they're good partners
0: of ours. Awesome. Choctaw casino Resort. Yeah. They're awesome. They and, are awesome. They've been so good to me for yeah. so long. Good. Good. Yeah. They same yeah. to us, man. They they've been awesome. great. Yeah, they're they're great, great people. Uh they've been employing me for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like every night is different. Like we're playing this tonight and then tomorrow we're playing the big spring rodeo. I think that's one thing that I love about my job is the, you just, every night's different, Mm -hmm. different house, different people. But it's truly kind of like they say, it's, it's not the church building. It's the people. Yeah. It's kind of like my shows, man. It's not really about the, the place. It's about the people, Mm -hmm. you know? And,
1: well that's the interesting thing about music is and, you know, get back to your song right like it's so powerful music is. And you know, we we played football and we were entertaining for three hours, but it then people forget about it. A song though, you can think back to when you were ten years old and that song that got you yeah, through whatever. Yeah. And so you literally have that power when you're sitting down right on your pad. It's I'm affecting thousands of people with it. It's really words. a
0: special thing. Yeah. And I, I don't think I really realized it for a long time. Um, you know, when you're in your twenties. You know, you're not thinking about a lot of meaningful things. Right. You know, you know you don't have that. You haven't lived long enough to understand that. But as you start to experience things in life, uh-huh. you go, oh, man, this is a great responsibility. And I think that's for me with, with music is that as I'm writing songs now, I'm thinking that way. Uh-huh. You know, I'm thinking, oh, man, this is such a, a great opportunity to make music with meaning. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I get just emails and things all the time from people that will tell me that this song meant something to them. Yeah. And you're just like, man, that's, that's better than selling, you know, millions and millions of records. I mean, for me, I'm so, I'm so incredibly simple. Mm-hmm. I, I, truly, I am so, so Simple. Uh, and it's probably the way I was raised, Mm -hmm. but like when this pandemic hit, you know, I mean, I wasn't worried. I mean, we've, I've obviously, for me, I kind of financially speaking from day one, Mm -hmm. you know, when it's hard to make a buck for half your life, when you start making some bucks, I don't, I didn't treat that like that was going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. I was like, we paying the house off, uh, yeah. we paying this off, yeah. we doing this, because never know. this thing's going to come to an end yes. someday. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I always was kind of like, it's going to hit the fan someday. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I always, I, I I was like, hey, I was like, you know what? Sell this big house, mm-hmm. make some money on it, mm-hmm. buy us a little farmhouse. Mm-hmm. I never talked about selling the ranch. Hold on. No, yeah, right. no, no, no. we never brought that up.
2: Off. Yeah, that was, no, no.
0: No, no, no. Sell them purses. Because you, you got to, we'll sell purses. <laughs> I will sell
2: purses. All, <laughs> all day.
0: Girl, you can weigh some tables. <laughs> we, She was, I remember her talking about, but one thing we did, we did something fun. We, we grew a garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would we would have fun and we would make entire meals based upon what we grew Mm. and what we caught oh Mm. yeah so you know caught yeah like catching fishing okay all right but also too i mean like the boys and i we like to go bow hunting yes Mm. and so i do a lot of bow hunting so i was like man mom i hope you like eating (laughs) wild hog. (laughs) (laughs) That's <laughs> a little grisly, <laughs> <Yeah>, a little. <laughs> but we, I mean, that's awesome. Go out there. We 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 have. I, I tell the boys, I was like, all right, we're gonna wake up in the morning. We're gonna catch some catfish. You know, we're gonna pick stuff from the garden, and that's gonna be our entire meal that night, uh, right? And it kind of gave them like, oh wow, yeah. I think that's given them a good. What's that connection? Yeah. Well, we were yeah.
3: literally talking about this the other day. It's like. What happens if it hits the fan? Like we went through the pandemic, but what if it goes even worse, right? Yeah. How many people in our country could do that?
0: Yeah. I tell people, people talk about, oh, buy gold. I'm like, man, ain't no, what, what's a bar of gold going to get you? <laughs> you're right, you're right. Eggs. <laughs> eggs will get you something. Yeah, you throw it at somebody that's trying to steal yeah. your chickens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you want chickens? <laughs> and I got chickens. Oh, I got chickens. I was, I, I'm always like, you know What? Here's the thing. I was like, 22 bullets and eggs. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's, That's all, all you need. You need That's, huh? right. That's all you need. Because you can trade somebody. Be like, hey, I got a dozen eggs. We need this. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, I, you know, but but it's funny. It's it's funny the conversations we've had yeah. with the pandemic. But, you know, it's, uh, I think just those kind of experiences with, mm-hmm. with the boys. I, I don't really have the little girl thing figured out that well. I don't really know what I'm doing. At all, mm. um, she she railroads me pretty good, Yeah. and she's really sweet. She's so sweet, actually. I'm 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 in a, I'm in a real bad yeah. You're in trouble. I'm, yeah. in a, I'm a very vulnerable situation. I think you're here. buying purses now. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of purses, speaking of purses is one day um, she goes, Dad, I want a little purse. I want, like, just, like, this little purse. I was like, your mom's got thousands of purses. Come on. We go in there, and she literally has one of these little Louis Vuitton purses. She's got all kinds of Louis Vuitton purses. I mean, you might grab one Louis Vuitton purse, and there's, like, purses stacked like, inside of purses. What are those little Russian. Them? Them? <laughs> and I said, you know what? You can have this purse. Oh, you did! Oh, I did! Oh, you did, man! And she went in there. Hey, she went in there, and she had all her stuff in there. And Kim goes, "What did you get that purse?" I go, "Oh, she got it at the the purse store (laughs) in your closet. In your closet. Thing had dust on it. Yeah. How was that conversation Uh, after
3: that? That go well?
0: I don't even know. That, <laughs> that's when I usually go out and get on the tractor. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you thank get some, yard you yeah, yeah, oh. get some yard work done. some yard work. Tractors call. Oop. <laughs> oop. Tractors call my name. Do your
2: kids sing your songs?
0: Uh, they do. They do. It's pretty neat. I'll hear them listening to me sometimes. Uh huh. Um, my daughter sings a lot. She can sing. Gosh, she yeah. sings like a bird. Mm. She's soulful. Is she? she doesn't have like a country voice she can sing she um i don't i don't know what her her style is uh-huh. but she's she's got more like soul yeah huh like she's got this vibrato, and she does all the oh you really? know uh uh-huh. Mariah Carey, Carey. kind of like oh <laughs> yeah. like, girl Whoa. um and my oldest boy Jake he plays the guitar like a grown man. Really? There's huh. nothing he can't Did you can't introduce him to
2: him early? Yeah. When were you introduced to the guitar?
0: Really not until I was probably 20, Wow.
1: You I, picked it, just, it up, huh? I just
0: picked it up. I just never was around it. Uh-huh. Didn't have the opportunity.
1: Man, isn't Aaron Watson awesome? We are loving this discussion with him. Hope you guys are as well. Want to take another quick break to thank our other sponsor for the podcast, Uh, Super excited about this one, brand new partnership with Sleep Number. That's right, the official sleep partner of the Dallas Cowboys is also now the official sleep partner of the Darren Woodson Show. And if you're anything like me, uh, two young kids at home, sleep is hard to come by. And you know how hard the next day is after a night of little to no sleep. And that's what Sleep Number has done with their new Sleep Number uh, 360 smart beds they are trying to improve every aspect and do everything they can to help you improve your sleep we uh, got our own customized mattresses a few weeks ago uh, custom fitting at least we haven't got the mattresses yet but we are super excited to get those in and can't wait to get a better night's sleep again they can't control my kids uh, but they sure can control the uh, the mattress that I sleep on and so we are super excited uh, for this partnership We have a lot of great content coming for you guys uh, by way of, I'll tease it for you here, we'll call them Wellness Wednesdays uh, that we've partnered with Sleep Number with. A lot of great tips coming up uh, on how you can improve not only your sleep but your overall wellness. So, again, super fortunate, super grateful to Sleep Number for partnering with us, super thankful to you guys uh, for your constant support, and uh, we appreciate you. Go get yourself involved at sleepnumber.com. Now back to our uh, conversation with Aaron Watson.
0: Um, and my middle boy, Jack. Jack's the one, sometimes I'm like, listen, he's, that, he's got that middle child thing where it's mm-hmm. like, you got your cute little sister who can right. sing. Mm-hmm. You got your big brother who, you know, he's, uh, he's turning into a dude and the mm-hmm. girls are liking him and this and that. And then you got the middle brother, Jack. And he's good at a lot of things and mm-hmm. he's smart. And uh, I'm like, dude, you're the one. You're the one that's gonna make all the money. <laughs> I go. You're the one. Uh-huh. And then, but but Jack, Kim, Kim's always worried about Jack because he's. In the, I'm just worried about him because of his confidence. And then last night, after the football game, he didn't get to play a lot. Uh-huh. He, he he broke his arm first season last year, yeah. and I, I feel like he kind of just doesn't understand that he's, he's strong. Uh-huh. He's he's got some speed. Yeah. He just doesn't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude yeah get after it and he didn't get to play a lot and um Kim was like I'm just worried about his confidence mm-hmm. I go um you did notice that the cutest cheerleader on the squad uh apparently did not care that he did not get a lot of playing time <laughs> <laughs> cuz she was like jack <laughs> they're getting the, it's his little girlfriend I was like yeah He's gonna be just good. He'll be said, that's good. That's the thing. The cheerleaders, they don't know. Right. They're say. facing the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> right. How yeah. much
3: football did y'all watch when you cheered? Huh? A lot, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> we? Yeah, yeah, you
0: guys did so good. We, we got did blown so out. Good. Oh, you played so good.
3: Uh all right. So on to the song thing, is there a song that you've written that st- it's like, okay, that's that's my favorite. Like I I'm I'm so proud of that. And if and if my legacy is uh, is remembered by one song. This is the one that I would put out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think anytime I'm, I've written a song. Like there's a there's a new song that will come out on the the record this next summer. It's called "The Old Man Said." I'm really proud of that song. Oh. And um, so anytime I, I write a song, the newest song sometimes is kind of the one that has my heart at the moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, The Old Man Said is a song that um, my oldest boy, Jake, was born on March the 6th. And this old man that I was really good friends with named Pete Pugh, Mr. Pete. Mm. Pete died the day before Jake was born. Mm. And that week, Pete called me up and he had me come over to the house. And he wanted to talk to me about what it means to be a dad. Mm. And oh, man, it... It tore me up. I tried to be tough mm-hmm. listening to him. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, I remember going out there and getting in my truck and just bawling. Mm-hmm. And I started writing this song later that, that week, the old man said. And it literally took me, Jake's 15 now. It took me oh, 15 what? years to get it right. Really? Like, oh, wow. I would That's mess awesome. with it. Uh uh-huh. huh. So I'm proud about that one. That one pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah. But I, I'd have to say there's a song, the... um. There's a song called July and Cheyenne. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That one's special to me personally. Um, Before we were uh, rolling the cameras, I was telling you all that our our fourth baby, Julia Grace, um, she passed away shortly after she was born. And, um, I mean, I held her in my arms as she slipped away. And, man, it really... It, it rocked my boat pretty hard um and i wasn't mad at god or anything it's just it just rocked my boat it just it it broke my heart and um boy i struggled getting back up on that stage and acting like i cared right mm-hmm. it was a weird deal like everybody's having fun and i'm like i'm not real good like kind of what you see is what you get right. i have a real hard time turning it on when i'm in a bad right. mood mm-hmm. i'm like I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't feel like that's authentic. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I am with social media. You know, it's like, you know, you know, if, you know, if my buddy wrote a song or love song and it says, if you want to hear a love song, girl, you better show me some love. Mm. I was (laughs) like, that's pretty good. (laughs) good. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Right. I've used that quote. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't work. Girl, you want a love song? You better show me some love doesn't work no doesn't work at all but july cheyenne um i i didn't write that song for anyone except for uh this this older couple uh clyde and elsie frost um elsie is clyde and elsie are the the parents of legendary bull rider lane frost Mm. and um hearing them share their testimony miss elsie sharing her testimony about losing her son. It really got me focused on the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I tell the story every night at every show. I, I literally cannot sing the song without telling mm. the story because that's, that's the thing is um, people need to hear the story. And I just basically keep it simple. Um, I let them know that Elsie that shared her heartache with me and that, um, and I tell him, Elsie said that Lane was a world champion bull rider, but that wasn't his greatest achievement. She said that Lane's greatest achievement came a year before he died, when he asked Jesus to be his Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that made me go, okay, that's right. It's more than what's happening right here, right, right. now, on this earth, mm-hmm. and and I tell the crowd, I say, hey, I'm sharing my heartache with you. Because you never know, you guys. There might be someone out there in the crowd tonight that's just hanging on by that's a thread. Right. Yeah. I got an email. I got an email um, after we played um, the Cheyenne Frontiers Day Rodeo, and it was from a veteran. And I have this. I have this. These couple of parts of my show that are very important where I talk about just just giving thanks to the men and women that serve our country, and 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 also the the talk just talking sharing my faith mm-hmm. and he thanked me for that he said that he had actually he took his he was taking his wife out for one last date he said he was planning on committing suicide the next day mm-hmm. and he said that my words opened his eyes mm-hmm. and it wasn't my words that was just god using me yeah. yep. as a way to just mm-hmm. make him go oh i'm needed i need to be here so that's that kind of deal where I feel like when I get on stage every night it needs to be a a positive experience yeah. and that's where you know it's it's been kind of a a struggle to uh some of these shows since the pandemic you you, you went from playing these huge massive shows to everything's been kind of yeah you know it's kind of been squished right mm-hmm. and even like tonight I mean I know the last time we played this place it was packed to the rafters, mm-hmm. and it was the floor was full. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's going to be like tonight. We go back to places we used to play that were packed, and it's not like it used to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have to go. I have to literally tell myself on stage, "Dude, this is not about you. Mm-hmm. You got to get up there tonight. There could be somebody out there in that crowd that needs a good time, that's that right. needs some." So you know, that's awesome. But it's it's a that song's always. That one's a special one to me. That's awesome. But I didn't write it for me. I didn't write it for the fans. I just wrote it as a gift to give Elsie and Clyde Frost. And then I played it for the first time. You know, it was at the San Antonio Rodeo Cowboy Church. I played, they asked me to sing some songs. And like, out of nowhere, I thought, I'm going to sing that song. Mm -hmm. I remember I messed it up. And I was like, oh, I messed up the song. Like, as I'm singing, and I was like, oh, God, just messed up the song. And I went, wait, no one's ever heard it before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so act like you know. didn't mess up the song. Right. Uh, play it they play don't play know. cool, play it cool. Uh, oh, you well, just, oh, you just messed up the song. And I was like, oh, they don't know the song.
3: <laughs> I'll say this. is is uh, You've already created a gift in the song Diamonds and Daughters, because oh, that yeah. that will likely be the song that I danced to my oldest daughter with at yeah. our wedding. In what she's nine, so, so thirty she's 38 thirty eight years, yeah, yeah thirty eight <laughs> years from now. Yeah. So again, that gift that yeah. a song is timeless. Yeah. So it's going to mean just as much forty years from now. Yeah. Uh, so when you'll my love daughter this, gets
0: married, yeah, when she's fifty. Yes. When She's fifty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when she finds a man that will love her, her and her and cats and her cats. Yes. <laughs> um. So I wrote that the, I wrote that song, the underdog for my boys, mm-hmm. and when Jolie Kate found out, she heard an interview where I talked about writing that song for the boys. Oh. She was like, I want a song that's just mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, and ma'am. then that's where I got the concept of, what if I could write a song for the dads and daughters out there? Mm. So, it, and, and I'm working on another version of that song. We're okay. going to put it out that has a little less drums. Yeah. We, we, we got in there and got to rocking at the end, kind of mm. got a little beatle on it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make more of a dialed back version. Okay. So we'll have options for All you. All right, I like <laughs> it. I like but that it. is that I get the neatest. Yeah, she loves emails. It. She oh, loves girl, the song, girls right. just, I, I, you know, it, I just wanted to write that sweet song. Mm-hmm. It's made for little girls. Mm-hmm. That song's made for little girls, but it's also like, you know, I think when a woman is getting married they're kind of little girls. Yeah. It's that like, mm-hmm. you know, especially for that one moment, that when one moment. their dad comes
3: out and dances. With oh, they, 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 they're, sure. that, their, their,
0: their daddy's little girl. Yeah. Again. Yeah. 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 Oh, I that's love great. it. Now my wife's dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you're already, yeah, buried. You're, already you're already, you buried. Got a hole with your, with your I'll wife. I'll stay here. buried. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the deal. You just stay buried. <laughs> <laughs> no your expectations. Expectations are six feet under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're hidden if you're buried. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what happens when you're buried. It's like, she's like, hey, um, the girls are wanting to go back to Round Top. You girls know about Round Top?
1: Oh, yeah. That's- <sighs> They're wanting to go back for to <laughs> Round Top.
0: When can I go? And I was like, and I literally don't. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Whenever, you know. I mean, I make sure that I... That I, I can I can get away with murder. Right. Because I've earned it. Right. <laughs> oh, you paid it for it. Oh, yeah. hey, just little well, deposits here and there. You oh. give me some good advice here, brother, and yeah. you don't even know it. Here, here's the deal. It's kinda it's kinda hard. It's it's she doesn't she doesn't want to bury me. Right. You know, she don't want to do that. She needs me working. Yeah, she needs you to go there. She out needs the me streets. working. You you don't want to bury the old mule. Right. <laughs> Cause then you'd have to pull the plow. Yeah, you got to till the field. Yeah, yeah. You just throw an apple you out there to him every him once in Kim is wow. the smartest
2: person in the world.
0: Oh, she is. In yeah, the world. I'm so just we're like, all the same. We're yeah, all the, yeah, same. We're yeah, the yeah. dumbest, the yeah. yeah, I'm just a mule. Yeah. Just a mule. But she's like, when can we go? And I was like, whenever. And I was like, I, I mean, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, cha- I'm, I'm a good stay-at-home mama. Right. I got it down. Right. She'll go somewhere for a week, and I'll be like. I'm not trying to be rude, right. but I I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 girl. You kind of. Yeah. You know, it's funny. She's the boys are getting to an age where, like, like here's an, here's after Jake's football game last week. We played in Sweetwater. you remember Sweetwater Stadium? By the way, oh yeah, man, what a great stadium, yeah, great all stadium. concrete Classic. bowl. Yeah, man so cool that the smaller schools it's so cool that smaller schools the the middle schools get to play in uh, the, yeah, high, the schools. high schools yeah right? yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're not playing back behind them mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. it's cool they get that experience, but jake the older the oldest boy was playing, and dude, it was a legit game, it was like thirty four twenty eight mm. it was it was something crazy whatever the score was it was mm-hmm. there was a so safety. There was all kind of. Right. It was a crazy score, uh-huh. but they drove down with like a minute left, like seventy yards to see a freshman team, JV team, drive down and score to win. The it was oh, awesome. Yeah. But we're on the drive home. He's tired. He's also kind of amped up. You can see he's just, and, and he's down. a fifteen right. year old yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. She goes, "Okay, Jake. As soon as we get home." Put up the chickens. <laughs> Something you don't hear every day. Put up the chickens, go straight in, take a shower, get in bed. He goes, yes, ma'am. She goes, don't get on your phone. Don't get your school computer in there and stay up for 30, 45 minutes. He's like, yes, ma'am. Because two nights ago... <laughs> Da, 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 da. And he starts giving a little attitude to her. And she goes, uh, And I go, I looked at her, I went, well, What do you expect? Go, he has said yes, ma'am, yeah. kindly, three times. <laughs> and see, little brother Jack, he's a little more like me, a little fiery. He's like, Dad, mom's acting like Karen over here. <laughs> And I'm like oh. oh my god! I'm like oh! i <laughs> know <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're sweet. You're, you're beautiful. Maybe I, 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 <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I don't side with him. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm coming. Kind of like, oh, oh boy! Oh, oh man! man. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> Text me. Text me. You can't say that out loud. Right next, to we me gotta ten. say. We gotta Laugh about this together. <laughs> I'll be like yeah, behind she, her back. she yeah. is Karen. You know, just uh, no, her real name is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but the boys, it's fun. But I've I've had I've had these talks with the lady. I was like, they're your baby boys, but you can't just. They're starting to become dudes. Yeah. I'm like, you can't mm. just be like, whack, yeah, whack. I'm like, and I'm and I'm and I'm seeing it with my daughter too. I'm having to your hands yeah yeah so i'm like yeah okay girl <laughs> have your space <laughs> yeah. i hear uh you know she's in there and in and the, in the, i can hear her in the shower and she's got olivia rodrigo playing loud i'm like no i'm not i'm staying away from this room right <laughs> <laughs> she's on one now yeah, yeah she's <laughs> yeah She. Uh-oh. Jolie's into, like, heartbreak songs. I mean, you never right. had a boyfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> I got a dra- I've got a drama. I've got a drama queen. Hey, well, uh, we're going to pray for you on yeah. that. little oh boy. For, for sure. Oh, man. For sure. Oh, man. So, 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 I was going to tell, uh, yeah, go yeah,
2: tell you about these boys, though. What's going to happen? And your dad, and right now they're at that, what, 15? And what's the other? 15, 13. 15, yeah. 13. Yeah. And they're coming into this zone. They're like, that's my dad. Yeah. They're buying it carts and trucks, we're chasing chickens, doing all yeah. the crazy <laughs> yeah, shit, going yeah. fishing and all yeah. that. They get about 19 and something's good's gonna happen. I don't know, one of them maybe catch the touchdown ball for yeah. a state yeah. championship game yeah. and they're gonna catch this ball and the news is gonna the media's gonna get in front of them, They, they put that mic in front of them, and he's gonna say, I wanna thank my mom. <laughs> <laughs> And you're not going to be anywhere in sight, brother. I'm telling you all the things that you've done. You're like, whoa, whoa.
0: You going to think what? Ooh. Well, I, you know, I have no doubt. Because I, cause I and also, I tell the boys, they're like, well, you, you let Jolie, you let her do anything. I go, I know. Yeah. I go because the moment, the moment y'all leave, and you meet some cute little thing. I don't exist anymore. I'm done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. I go, but that little girl, when I'm in the old folks home after church on <laughs> yeah. Sundays, she'll bring, bring me back. some fried chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah. I go, that's the, the reason why. Right. I go, this is not about love. I want to eat someday. <laughs> <Yeah. I just laughs> but also,
3: eat. but I mean, really on a more <laughs> sentimental level, it's, it's how she sees men treating her and her mom is the yeah. expectation she has for a husband. Yeah. So, yeah, like... I'm hard on you guys because you guys need to be able to work and provide and be resilient and all that. I'm I'm showing her what a husband looks like, yeah, Yeah. and that's what she
0: needs to see. Uh So I mean, so boys, shut up and get back to work. Yeah, and she also (laughs) sees how her mom treats me. Yeah, so she's just falling right in line. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, it's just you know they're fun. Kids are so fun, and they grow up so fast. They do, man. It's it's it's, um these uh. I don't know if it's a four year, I think it's like a four year increment, I feel. Mm. It's like four years ago, I had I had a fifth grader, mm-hmm. a fourth grader, and a first grader. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And now four years from now, yeah. I'm gonna have a kid in college, yep. a senior. Mm. And a freshman. It's these Uh, four-year increments that make you go, wow, what happened? It's, it's, and Jake, the oldest, literally a year ago, looked like a little boy. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, he looks, he's a, he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. I mean, I have, I get messages on Instagram from like women. Like, (laughs) does Jake have an Instagram account? And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Hey, Cougar. Jill. That's a song for you, man. How old are you, girl? Yeah. Yeah. DMs. And I'm like, uh, she's she's eight. I'm like, I was like, that, I don't remember 18, 17 year olds looking like that. (laughs) Uh, that You look 30. That's (laughs) a 40 year old woman.
2: How old is you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 16 years old. You look 30. That that is so true. That's a song. That's a song for you. Oh, it is. He's a dude. He's a dude. He's a dude. Like, I went through the same thing when I saw my son. It was probably about 15, 16. And I was like, he bowed up once. He bowed up and I came home and I was like, d- and I saw me though. That's the thing about yeah. it. Yeah. As I saw when he, when he did DJ, my, my oldest, when he did it, I was like, yeah, damn, dude, that's me. Yeah. Like he said some of the similar things that I would say. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So he's a dude. He's a dude. He's a
0: dude. And I'm trying, it's tough. I'm trying to start to, I'm trying to respect that. Yeah. And there's a, there's a Bible verse about not exasperating your children, pushing mm-hmm. them too far. I can't I'm, I'm having to understand now like I used to pester the boys and uh-huh. fight with them and the boys I mean if they would fight we have boxing gloves and the right. headgear I mean I've got some I got some of the greatest videos I'll get y'all's number yeah uh-huh. and I'll send boost. y'all videos there's nothing more amazing I literally we'd go out in the garage and I just had to fold out Chair and I just sit there and be like, "Ding, Go, ding, dong." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right, so
3: Go. I got I got a seven and a four year old. At what age can I start these fight clubs in my garage, with my boys? Because I'm all in on it.
4: They're all ready. In.
3: They're ready. They're Probably ready right now. My four year old. I'm not sure. He may take the seven year old already. Yeah,
0: Jack. So Jack, the little one, whoops the fire out of his big brother, and it's usually when it goes to the floor. And and I have to. I'm like no hammers. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jack starts doing this thing, and I'm like no hammers. Wow. No hammers. But what's great is they got. You can get those gloves. Yeah. That yeah. are so poofy. Yeah. The, the 16
3: yeah. ouncers Yeah. 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 They're,
0: and they're like they're they're poofy gloves. Yeah. And yeah. then they they've got the, the, headgear. the headgear. Yeah. With the uh, plastic. Mask in the front, mm. they can well on each other. I don't yes. no uppercuts. <laughs> no. I'm like no. That's the only deal. No hammers. No night nighters. No uppercuts. Yeah. No night nighters. They get, dude. They get oh. after it. Oh, I have fun with the boys. Oh, I have some fun with <laughs> when they have all their friends come over. Oh, I grow a bunch of peppers, mm-hmm. oh, and I no. we'll get peppers out. We'll. Get, I've got a bunch of these Tabascos, and they're pretty oh. hot. And we'll get each one of them. Uh, and we'll line them up they're all brave i'm like y'all ready to do this <laughs> first time hey I, I i act like i spit one of mine i just like mm. and they're all and man i watched them chew it and i was like you can't spit it out and you just see their faces <laughs> several of them just jumped in the swimming pool and they're just like drinking up pool water <laughs> they they were in the water with their mouths open, right? I mean, yeah. boys, dude. I'll, I'll say what you're thinking. That's white people stuff. Hey, oh hey. man, oh, uh, yeah. it, it is. Yeah. It, so my wife, though, she was like, "I can eat anything hot," and I was like, "Ah, uh, we're not talking about a boyleo's girl, <laughs> right?" <laughs> uh, I I'm grew some of that. those. <laughs> Bacon wrapped stuffed jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had some of those, the, the Carolina Reapers. Have you oh, heard of them? I've heard Ooh. of them. Never had one, but i heard well, of them. Well, she's like, I can eat one of those. And so I remember looking on YouTube, and there's this old Mexican man, and he looked like he's 150 years old. And if any man looked like he could eat peppers, it looks like that old, that, guy, that old vaquero. He eats one of those Carolina Reapers. And he just starts crying. And I remember going, Whoa. And Kim's like, I can eat that. And I wanted to let her. Right. I was I'm like, surprised you have- knowing you, your caveman, self, <laughs> so, I'm surprised you didn't do it. I, I was like, Jesus may not let me in heaven. <laughs> if I, because. Murder my wife. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would I'm be like, as Thou shalt <laughs> not murder. She was talking smack. Right. She said she could. <laughs> Did you grow this pepper though? Oh, yeah. Oh, you grew it too. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And it, we, we, I wouldn't, I I let her eat one of the Tabascos. The Tabascos are amazing peppers. Mm. I take them and I dice them up real, real fine Mm. and then I mix them in the eggs. Mm. And they're amazing. Mm. And they're not hot like that. I mean, there's a little kick to them, Mm. but not hot. But if you chew one up, it'll get you here. So,
3: what's the point of growing a Carolina Reaper? Who's going to eat it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know fun. why I did it when I was growing At the time, on It sounded like a great idea. I think I was. We always make hot sauce. I think yeah. I was thinking. Okay. I wonder what hot sauce would taste like uh, with one of these mm, in there. Mm, mm,
4: yeah.
0: um, you know, but we usually just use the jalapenos or the habaneros. But I mm. thought, I wonder what a Carolina Reaper would taste <laughs> mm, like. It makes there. sense. That makes sense. But we we never used it. We we cut one. I cut. We cut. We cut them in a couple of different um little slices and then I real quickly just dabbed one on my tongue. Mm. uh uh-uh. That was it, huh? I can't even imagine chewing on that thing. Oh, oh, I think man. it would have I d I I wouldn't have survived. It like disintegrated the plate that was there. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. it was <laughs> ridiculous. But we have some fun. We have we have fun the the kids. Yeah. It's uh, I I I'm I'm a pretty good entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl <laughs> parties aren't as fun. Girl <laughs> <laughs> parties are not fun. <laughs> They watch the worst shows ever. And they're all just, there's so many of them. And oh. the girl parties are, the boy parties, I get to participate and have fun. Yeah. The girl parties, I'm just a servant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bringing things in and yeah. out. It's yeah. Like, familiar? yeah. Like they're in the, the girls are all in the hot tub and they're like, Dad, can you play this music and can you make us all snow cones? <laughs> <laughs> Milkshakes, snow cones. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. Put a little Carolina
1: Reaper in there. Uh, yeah. Anything, <laughs> any, anything for you, baby. You like bro. a little a little uh,
0: Carolina Reaper snow cone.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's fun. Boy, the the kids. The kids are so fun, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, we could go for hours. We know you gotta run here. Hey, anytime long. y'all
0: wanna do it again, yeah. I'm yeah. game. Uh, we've, we've we'll, gotta, we'll,
3: we'll come out to you. We'll come so out here's, to Abilene Yeah, here's and be,
0: here's what would, would be a lot of fun. And, um, it's it, here in the next nine months, we're building a little ranch house at the ranch, mm-hmm. little three bedroom. So y'all, when I, I'll, I'll, I'll get y'all's my, I'll get y'all my number. And when, when that's done, y'all come out there and stay. There's also this bed and breakfast girls look it up Perini ranch. Oh, you know, you, you, oh yeah, y'all know Perini ranch, but you, have you ever stayed at the bed and breakfast? I have not. It's amazing. Is it, is it good? But yeah, between that and the ranch house, we could do this. We'll See, I'm fun. trying to. He's not so sure about anything west of what? Dallas? Uh, have you Dallas? Ever been to Fort Worth?
2: <laughs> I've been to Fort
1: Worth, man. I've been, <laughs> been to Abilene before. I've
2: been to Midland a number yeah, of times. You, you, yeah, you yeah. have. you got been good out, friends yeah. in Midland. Unpaid? Yeah. Uh no, well we got some good things going <laughs> on, in on some good things going out in West Texas for takes me. money oh, yeah. takes money hey, on man, a bit. Hey, I love
3: West <laughs> Texas we'll, we'll take you man. out there we'll we'll but a like, guy that drives the ninety uh, two Corvette <laughs> the yellow
2: one yeah the ninety two <laughs> yellow Corvette oh yeah
1: no I'm serious, serious. We I'm thinking of video here take him out to your ranch yes. get go some fishing. chickens go fishing go fishing do some do some yeah. bow hunting oh, yeah oh for real oh you'd love it
0: I love going out there it's you know Buffalo Gap's kind of. I feel like it's kind of like the beginning of the Hill Country. Yeah. Gets out oh, there. Oh, does it get hilly out yeah, there? It's, it's does it? hills yeah, out it's there. funny. There's like probably
3: 130 towns in Texas that claim that that we're we're uh, the, the, be- yeah, the, the, the gateway of the Hill Country. <laughs> we're the beginning of the Hill Country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but a neat just, yeah. little place. It's yeah. a neat
0: like the ranch has hills on it, and oh, it's nice. it's so fun. Yeah. We have a ton of fun out there. Yeah. Oh, we'll have. Fun. All right. Love yeah. it. I'm gonna hold you to yeah. it. Absolutely. No, I don't. You didn't have to hold me to nothing. I'm like, let's go. go. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. All, we got let's one go. more. We'll right. give you your yeah, last question. Yeah, the
1: final question we ask every guest is, okay. this. This is more back to your journey or just thinking back on your life. If you could go back to any point and just tell yourself one thing, doesn't necessarily mean you change anything, but if you just go back and tell yourself one thing,
0: where do you go and what do you tell yourself? As far as my job, I probably wouldn't tell me nothing because mm-hmm. I, I, you, you, you just got to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell myself anything. Um, as far as life, um, it's been interesting. You know, I was riding around with my my dad yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was I was looking at him going, "When did my daddy turn into an old man?" Mm-hmm. You know, I wish. I think if you spent every waking moment with your parents you still are going to wish you could have spent more with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, though, there's some things now that I'm like, man, I got real busy. But it's just part of growing up, mm-hmm. and you sure. have to find your own path. But, you know, I think maybe there's some of that. But it, I'm I'm making the most of it now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the thing. Is, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I tell myself anything. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we're all, you know, I, I, I try to just not be so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. When we're, you know, we all make mistakes. And that's just the kind of the problem with this world today is, man, <laughs> at the same time we're telling everybody to be so accepting of everybody, mm-hmm. we sure are hard on anybody mm-hmm. when they make mistakes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a, you know, bit of a contradiction. And so... I don't know that I tell myself anything. I might just go, hey, good luck, buddy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I might go, good luck. Yeah. Keep your head up, bud. Yeah. Save yourself. Good luck. <laughs> I love it, yeah, Bro, We really appreciate, appreciate it, oh, man. Yeah. You yeah. taking Dude, some no, time. I know you're oh,
3: awesome, brother. You guys are great, man. I yeah. Great. Yeah. appreciate yeah. Yeah. you all. So we hard. are we are looking forward to the show yeah. tonight, man. We're, oh yeah, we're, we're yeah. pumped. So we'll, we'll be
1: uh, uh, we'll be the shirtless guys.
0: Yeah. Sh- <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said you were
0: worried we if a on my chest and a W on his. That's why you want to talk about what we talk about. What can just kill the vibe of a show, man? Don't tell us we'll do it. There's a show. There's those. Crowds where you just got like we get up there and it's just all girls and I'm like that's so fun right mm-hmm. that's so fun but then there'll be those shows and it'll be like five guys right in front of me and I'm like
2: oh. singing the
0: song <laughs> singing about heartbreak singing to, the, to Billy Bob <laughs> to here
2: swaying swaying yeah. To you. <laughs>
1: Keep singing it, Aaron. dance <laughs>
3: yeah. dancing your music with a bunch of pizzazz. Yeah, that guy the had Go-Yard way too hair much hair pizzazz. pizzazz. <laughs> so the Go yard, the Go yard handbag over the hand shoulder, the Merce, the Go yard Merce. Oh yeah. <laughs>